How's it going, everybody? It's like two o'clock in the morning. I, uh, ooh, let me tell you, before we get into the topic at hand, I just want to preface this, um, by, uh, you could say this is the, the intro, um, but, um, I am just having the hardest time getting back on track with life after having a migraine for nearly three days straight this week and my body is just having a hard time getting back in to gear my body clock is off and everything and so oh I'm trying to do everything that I can to veer in the right direction but man it's it's something so that's why again for another day in a row I'm still not back on track with things but uh, so I say that to say I apologize to anyone because I knew there I know there is a handful of you guys that do listen and so I apologize for not having a clear-cut schedule at the moment because uh, yeah life sort of got in the way but uh, let's jump into the topic at hand. Alright, well, as you can see, we are um, talking about the wonderful Warner Brothers and Ezra Miller situation yet again. Um, This is going to be the last time I talk about this. I feel like maybe I said this the last time I talked about it, but this time is for sure the last time that I talk about this, unless something super crazy happens that just takes everybody by storm like oh my god i didn't expect that to happen you know or something like that but here's the deal um and i want to be very transparent when i say this um because i am somebody that i don't want to say preaches but lives by i try not to let real life situations affect how i view movies and tv shows you know, um, it may not mean that I go out of my way to support certain actors and actresses or performers, things like that, if they are douche canoes in real life. But, you know, I don't, you know, I go in to a movie with a very, or a TV show with a very, um, centralized goal or mission. I just want to have a good time. I want to watch a story play out. I don't... At the end of the day, I don't really care who plays the roles. Obviously, there are actors that I love, and I love to see them in things. I mean, I have my favorite actors and actresses. I'm not trying to say anything like that. I definitely have people that I look up to and I enjoy and things like that, but just on a general basis level, it's not really about any of those things for me. It's like, I just want to watch a movie, have a good time, whatever. I don't care if it's Ezra Miller. I don't care if it's Kevin Spacey. I don't care if it's Johnny Depp. I don't care if it's Amber Heard. I don't care, you know, if it's Mark Hamill or James Earl Jones or Idris Elba or Meryl Streep. It's like, they're there to fit the role. 
if it looks like a good time to me, then I'm going to watch it. So I want to say that up front because I am because that's just the kind of person that I am. I try not to let, you know, politics or personal feelings or any of those things get in the way, you know, um, so as I say certain things, I want you to understand that I'm saying it under that guise, right? Um, but given the fact we live in the real world and there are just certain, um, universal things that just some things should not be tolerated and at some point things do need to happen a certain way i will get we'll get into that i'll, I'll be more clear cut in a bit but i just want to set the stage so that hey if you're like i don't want to i don't want to hear any of this or talk you know or i don't care you can back out now that's sort of why i'm doing it because we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of all this is going to be everything and all that I have to say about the Ezra Miller situation in one place where anyone could come and listen to it. So I just want to say all of that. Let's start here for me. My biggest problem with this situation is the hypocritical nature of the situation that has been going on at Warner Brothers for quite some time. There is no clear-cut rules. There is no fair. They treat each situation the same, which is when a bad situation occurs, we are just going to pretend like it doesn't happen until we absolutely have to say something about it. And even at that point, sometimes they choose to just keep ignoring it anyways case in point being everything with Ezra Miller so that is where my biggest frustration comes into play they will treat Johnny and Amber one way but then they'll treat Ezra Miller a completely different way and look I have my feelings about Johnny and Amber you know I'm all justice for Johnny Depp. I think Amber Heard is a liar, all that stuff. But to be fair, Warner Brothers is doing something with her. It might not be much, but it is clear that they're doing something with her. You know? And they definitely chose to get involved with Johnny because they asked him to remove himself from the Fantastic Beast project, as well as I think some other maybe projects that weren't announced yet, I think if I remember right as well. So that's a thing, right? So my problem with Warner Brothers really falls down on the, there is no clear cut, you know, like for example, when Bob Iger was still CEO and head of Disney, you, if you paid attention to the industry, like, like I did, it was not surprising to you when Iger would make 
some of the decisions that he would made, he would make, because you understood the way that he did business, and he pretty stayed pretty close to that through his whole tenure at Disney. You know, of course there were exceptions. You know, both in the side of, you know, there were some things that you would think he would play more close to the vest and not talk about, but, you know, he wanted the fan base and Disney fans and everyone to get hyped up for a situation. And so, you know, he would give little nuggets here and there and and talk about things in interviews that, you know, maybe other CEOs would maybe hold close to the vest, but... But then for the super, super, super big things, you know, like he tried to keep things, you know, again, close to the vest and secret so that when, you know, the time came, everyone could get excited for something altogether. But, you know, when it comes to running a business and things like that, he made certain decisions. He dealt with talent and business decisions in a very succinct um, manner. He just, he had his way to you know, he had his way of dealing with things. Warner Brothers has never been that way. I can't remember at any point in my life where it seemed to be that. I remember situations, even going back to when I was in high school, where different things would be happening with actors and Warner Brothers and things, and they just did the same thing that they've always done. Now, the thing that... It's surprising about the situation for me, um, which makes it, you know, all the more confusing is as of what, not quite a month now, but coming up on a month, right? Um, Warner Brothers is under new leadership. It's now Warner Brothers Discovery. Zaslav is now in charge. There's new management. It's, you know, it's takeover time. Things are changing at Warner Brothers, albeit slowly, which in a lot of ways I think is good because you don't want to... um, You have to find a balance of coming in with that swift axe, but also knowing to see what you have and make proper decisions. You know, you don't want to ask things too quickly, but you also don't want to keep things on your table that don't need to be there. And so you want to do due diligence of reading scripts and going over contracts and all of that kind of fun business bullshit, right? But being the fact who Zaslav has carded himself to be in the public eye and given what things people have said about him when he was just at Discovery before they bought Warner Brothers it's surprising to me that they still haven't come out and said anything um So let's transition a little bit and let's talk about the situation specifically a little bit. Now, I want to be very clear on two fronts. One, I think Ezra Miller is a fantastic actor. Um, 
I think I understand that for a lot of people, the reason why people are like, oh, he's not that good of an actor and, you know, saying things like that. I understand that for a lot of people, you're trying to disassociate yourself from the individual because it's easy for you to be angry at them for that. But it's like, to me, that's dumb. To me, that just shows low intelligence, quite frankly. We live in a complicated world. The fact of the matter is, yes, Ezra Miller is a fantastic actor and he is and they are also a very problematic person as well. Those two things can both be correct. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Just like Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey is a phenomenal actor. Anyone who's going to tell you that Kevin Spacey is a bad actor either has terrible taste or they have an, an agenda. Because I would not take anyone seriously if anyone ever tried to tell you Spacey was a bad actor when he was around. Now, he may not be your style of acting. You might not like him preference-wise. But from an objective, looking at actors and performances point of view, that whole thing, you just can't say that. So with Ezra, number one, I really like him as an actor. Or them, sorry. I really like them as an actor. I think they are phenomenal. I've been a fan of them ever since I saw Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, and two, I really like their Flash. I know not everybody likes um, Ezra's version of Flash. I really, really like the Flash. Um, you know, I've said this before in past podcasts, but, you know, growing up as a kid... I never really was a big Superman fan, but I love Batman and I love Flash. So, um, so I really like what he, I really like what he, what he did. You know, he didn't really get a lot yet. And I was hopeful to be able to see what they would do with the role in the Flash movie. Um, but, um, but now that I've said that, I want yeah. Let, let me let me let me just say this. I have been really excited for the Flash, and I'm even gonna be and I'm gonna put this out there for the entire world to hear, because I know I'm not the only one. I'm gonna be honest. Even as much as I despise the person that Ezra is choosing to be at the moment. If Warner Brothers, both before Zaslav took over and after, if Warner Brothers had released one or two statements, or however many, if they had dressed what was going on at all during the past however many years this shit has been going on with Ezra, I would 100% have still gone... And seen The Flash in the movie theater and supported it. Just out of... Just if I had to boil down for one reason. Just because I as a fan want to go see it. We're getting Michael Keaton back as Batman. Again, I do like his Flash... Or their Flash. So I want to go see the movie. I would have gone and seen it. There is not a damn thing that Warner Brothers can do now. That is going to make me sit in a theater and watch this movie. I will not go support this movie now. 
Um, the only way that you are going to get me in a theater seeing The Flash is if you find a new actor to play Flash and you refilm the whole damn thing. That is the only way you're going to get me in the theater at this point. As long as Ezra Miller is the title role in this movie, I'm, I'm out. Now, me being the Blu-ray, especially still book junkie, all that kind of stuff, the physical media guy, full transparency, yeah, I'll buy the Blu-ray when it comes out, 100%. And so they will get my money eventually. But it's going to be pennies on the dime on what they could have made from people otherwise. I don't think, I can't imagine that very many people are going to want to go see this movie, given everything that's come out. Let me tell you, to sort of give another situation to, to, to hold up, right? Um, think about all the stuff that came out with Army Hammer, right? And about him possibly eating people or being a cannibal or whatever. I'm still not really sure what's going on with that situation. Obviously, there was some, I think, domestic violence or other stuff going on, too. I can't remember. There was a lot. There was a lot going on with the Army Hammer situation that I'm still kind of unclear on to this day, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. But I'm a big Army Hammer fan. I really loved Murder on the Orient Express. And I was super fucking looking forward to Death on the Nile. And every trailer that they released for that movie looked really good. Now, I have still yet to watch it since it dropped on HBO Max and Hulu. I have two different places I can watch it, and I still haven't watched it. I need to do that. But I say that saying, here's a movie that, for lack of a better way of saying it, was very problematic for Disney once they acquired Fox. And they didn't do shit. They didn't talk about it. They didn't do anything. They just very gently released it for like a month into theaters. Didn't talk about it. My theater got it. I could have gone and seen it, but I chose not to. And then out of nowhere, it's on HBO Max and Hulu. So... It's interesting that with something that, personally, I think is not quite the ordeal that the Ezra Miller situation is, Disney, now granted Disney is a, a little bit of a different studio because they target families and they try to be family friendly and all that kind of stuff and they have a certain image they want to keep, whereas Warner Brothers doesn't have to, you know, they don't really worry about that too much, because they do all kinds of movies, you know. Um, But, you know, Disney was still very meticulous and very careful about how they dealt with this. That's not what Warner Brothers is doing. You know? And again, I think the Army's Hammer situation is not nearly as bad as this. Newsflash. 
celebrity person is weird. Jared Leto. I still watch Morbius. I don't care. Like this might this might be weird to say openly, but it's like I don't care what people I just I don't care. I'm a movie fan. I'm here to watch movies. I'm not like I'm not I try not to get inundated with the personal lives of very many celebrities. The the celebrities that I do choose to hone in on are for personal reasons, right? You know, on the whole, I do not care what any given celebrity does. Hey, you're cannibal. You like eating human flesh. Hey, you do you, boo. I can't say that I have any interest in doing that myself. But, hey, you know, I don't care. I really don't. You know? Um, but this this Ezra Miller situation, now that you know, he, he's like... You know, it's like I've heard several of the YouTubers that I like to watch talk about this. It's like, how is Warner Brothers going to be able to do press tour now for The Flash next year? They don't even know where Ezra is. You know, it's like. Now he's, you know, they're on the run with this girl and and it's like. As a fan. I don't know if anyone that works at Warner Brothers who has connections to Warner Brothers or anything will ever hear this. They probably won't. But let me tell you, as a genuine fan of The Flash and of Ezra Miller's Flash, okay, the best thing for Warner Brothers to do is the second this movie is finished with post-production, just drop it on HBO Max. Don't even bother putting it out in theaters you can worry about Blu-rays and physical media at a later date. But for now, the second the movie is done and, and it's in a state that you feel comfortable with releasing it to the public, just put it out. Because again, yeah, it's going to suck to take a $200 million loss or however much it is. Like, hold on, let me actually see. I'm doing this live, guys. Looking up the production budget. The Flash. Production. Uh, Budget. Um... Okay, so so it's saying right now the Flash budget, and this was this. It's it's from February of this year. This article that I'm reading. It's this is from the filmic, and this article is saying. The but the production budget for the Flash is a hundred million dollars, so that's not that bad actually, for a film of this caliber. That's not that bad, assuming they were able to keep within those limits. You know, usually a movie like this will be anywhere between a hundred and two hundred dollars. So, really, let let's say, let's say, 
with marketing and everything, they need $200 million to break even. They're not going to get that. They are not going to get that 200 mil back. There's not. You know? Um, I would say let this film be the, the wart on Warner Brothers' face that it is. You know? Just let it be what it is. Just, you know... Let Blu-ray and DVD sales make up as much of the of it as you can. You might get what, you know, maybe fifty to a hundred million, but you're still gonna be roughly, you know, fifty, sixty mil dollar million dollars, you know, in the hole, if I'm correct on that. Because, you know, I know physical media costs slightly different in different places. So I'm, I'm figuring if, if everyone that legitimately wants to own this movie goes out and get it, I'm thinking best case scenario here, right? You might get, like I said, you might get somewhere close to the, the $100 million. Maybe. I doubt it. I think it's going to be short I mean really I think it really I think it's probably closer to that 60 70 million million but well you know could you know um you know let's say that you know they work with Best Buy and Best Buy does like their still books that, that I like to get you know like a, a Best Buy still book for a movie like The Flash is usually about 35 bucks so at 35 bucks a pop, I don't know how many people would have to, you know. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't, there's there's no way, you know, and even if they release this to the movies. Because, again, if they put it out the, to the theater, the theaters also take a cut, right? So, here's the thing. Even if they do put the movie out and the movie, let's say, makes $100 million and it surprises all of us that, you know, people have gone out to go see it. There's still a chunk of that $100 million that the theaters are going to take. You know? So, and again, you know, usually the rule of thumb is with marketing, you add another 50, 50 million. That's That's the rule of thumb. If it's a bigger movie, you go a little bit more, you know, but, you know, that's that's usually a bit, which is why I say really for the for a movie like The Flash, for them to feel comfortable, I would think that they would want to make about 200 mil, give them about a 50 million dollar, um, you know, arm, you know, leg room, you know, there, but uh, yeah, I just don't see that happening. I do not see that happening now with everything that's going on. Who is going to openly want to go see this movie? Now, as I say with any movie, look, someone else is buying my ticket, and they don't mind spending the money on it, 
you know? And it's it's a chance for me to hang out with a friend or family or something like that. Then sure, you know, I might I might go see it. But I'm not going to go out of my way to go see The Flash in the theater. I'm just not. Given everything that's come out, I cannot pretend like I'm okay with the situation. So, um, I really hope that Warner Brothers addresses the situation. I really hope that they... Here's the thing. I know a company like Warner Brothers would never be this transparent. But this is, I think, given the situation that this is literally a situation that I don't think has ever happened in the industry before. Not quite on this level. I wish Zaslav himself or someone from Warner Brothers would come out and be like, okay, look. And just be transparent with the audience. Be like, look, here's the situation. Here's what's going on with Flash. Here's what we need as a company. You know... You know, but you know, here's here is what we are hoping for. This is what we need, and you, as the audience, tell us how you feel, and let's try to figure out how to bridge the gap, right? I kind of wish that they would do that, you know, um, because I don't even know the mindset of what Warner Brothers has, and and again, as a fan, it feels like me that they, that they're just doing the typical let's just sweep it under the rug and I'll talk about it. Just, it, it if we don't talk about it it didn't happen it's like you can't do that anymore and it's like I'm not okay with that I'm not okay with that I'm like I'm not gonna go support a movie with an individual this problematic even with having another person in this movie like Michael Keaton who isn't problematic at all and even the actress from Supergirl you know she was so excited to be in this in this movie and I don't give a shit about Supergirl the show at all but I was happy for her and it's like you have so many different let's like you know there is a scenario because look I'm I'm an empath and even when it comes to big studios like Warner Brothers I if Zaslav's come out and says this the right thing and I'm just being honest he says the right thing he might get me to go okay I'll go see this movie when it comes out you know but I can't have feelings towards a wall you know I can't have feelings towards a rock I need to see emotion I need to see I need to get into the head of the thing that I'm up against and I don't have that right now the only thing that I have to go on is the situation and the situation is shit I don't want anything to do with it so that's where I'm at with this whole situation. They should have said something when that first video of him choking out that girl came out. They should have intervened then, and they didn't. And back then, they were very early on production. If they had done something back then, they could have gotten a new actor. They could have saved themselves loads and loads of trouble. And they didn't. This is 100% on Warner Brothers, the company. So, that's my feelings. To, to, to sum it up, I will more than likely definitely watch it on HBO Max once it drops. If a cool steelbook or something comes out, I'll probably do what I always do, and I'll, I'll buy the collectible, because that's just 
me and physical media. It just is what it is. But I'm not going to go see this at the movie theater. Not, not at all. So, um, that's where I'm at. Where are you at? Thanks for listening. Let's never talk about the situation again if we don't have to. Peace out.